5: FSR.
1: This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio.
5: Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my
6: best friend, Mike Harmon. Would Hobo. you stop taunting me with that Stanton home run ball you oh, caught? that Stanton Are you ball. kidding
5: me? All the way up on Ventura Boulevard. I had Subway. I had one of the new subs because, you know, they got 12 new subs now. And uh, I've tried four of them. And now tonight was my 5th and I got to say I'll I'll have my Subway new Subway sandwich rankings in a minute. But that ball at that Stanhead came in hot, man. Well, came in but over I mean, the you know, By your Best Friend oh, the sandwich boy. day was today too, yeah. I don't know I don't know that that's a real
6: thing. I don't I do I think was trying was. to speak it into existence. Is that if you can make that you know what? Because you day you have one of those uh, I don't know is a donut day. Is it yeah. call your friend a jackass day? I mean all oh, that of those could be things. today, jackass. Sure, yeah.
5: that could be jackass. But you know, you're my best friend too. You could have bought me a sandwich. Just, well, just one person. Were,
6: but I was waiting for you to come in, and then I see a note that you caught the Stanton I did. home run. It was very while far at Subway. It was very far. Eat fresh,
5: and I caught that ball. That's that was something.
6: Good. Yeah, I was a that
5: was a uh, that was some kind of home run. Tony Condon going, boy, oh, are we ready for the World Series, guys? I don't know about that. I know. Are we ready for the Yankees? But he's on the hook for are. the loss, right? Yeah. Well, his ERA is like 81. I tell you. So it's not. It's it, it was not a good uh, start so far. He's 11 and 0, though. Yeah. God, it, Dodger yeah. fans are In now starting to pay.
6: Well, yeah. but that's the problem. Even though this one doesn't count, does it mean this that time? It, just give us a derby. Just counts. give us a derby
5: this time. It
6: counts. That he flips over an edge now. It counts. After this wearing time, that cool uh, counts. custom cat suit that Kershaw got him and all that. Uh, we're going to need one more solo home run
5: because it's, it's getting a serious time now. Yeah. Solo home run by the National League. Probably Alonzo because it would seem the most likely. And then you can just have zeros until the ninth inning and then have a home run derby. That's how it's going to go. That's all you need. Could be a lot worse. What what what's saying that's what everybody wants home run that's derby right. home run that's what you need you need one more you need a solo home run by the national league to do it okay and and it's three. Then, guys, you just lay down your
6: at-bats, just swing at everything. We get to the ninth inning. We have home run derby to win. I mean, the All-Star game has been just like the Major League Baseball season, though. I mean, you got five runs scored. You have three home runs.
5: Yeah, and it's all Dodgers, all Mets, <laughs> all Yankees. All... Now, look. Now, this is the thing about the All-Star game, okay? Juan Soto is up right now, and he's actually wearing a Mets jersey, so that's pretty cool. Uh, it's 3-2 American League with the lead in the bottom of the fifth inning, and... Every year, the old tired topic comes up, how to make all-star games more relevant, right? How to keep keep the Pro Bowl alive, how to keep the NBA all-star game uh, with fresh eyes, and now they have so many different things. It's, I, the NBA all-star game, It's now it's like 17 different games, and they play like two-minute games per quarter, and the Elam ending, and it's and then,
6: then it's international. The NBA is but just like... But if he misses that 63-yarder, uh, then it sends everything to hell.
5: The, the NBA all-star game is like a Jordan Peele movie. We're going to throw so many things in that doesn't seem like it works, but we're going to try to make it work. That's you were, like the you read the review of Nope too, huh? I did. I did. Uh well, and also coming off of us cuz that's what us was as well. Uh but the Major League Baseball All-Star game, which has always been, you know, the granddaddy of them all, um the you want to get back to having people have it have more relevance and and really uptick interest, uh it's pretty easy. Play the stars more. Play the stars more. You tell Shohei Otani, hey, that's great that you want to be able to uh, not pitch. You know what? You're 20 games out of first place. We can promote. Kershaw versus you for the next couple of days. People will tune into the All-Star game because they want to see you pitch and they want to see you hit. So you know what? Dude, suck it up. Suck it up to pitch one bleep an inning and we can sell the game that way. I'm not saying he's got to pitch a lot of innings, but you know what? Dude, you could have sucked it up and pitched and it would have been a great thing for the game. The stars need to play more. The guys you want to see need to play more. Aaron Judge needs to play nine innings, right? Vlad Guerrero needs to play nine innings. Giancarlo Stanton needs to play nine innings. The stars need to play more. This this can't be what it's been for a long time. And that's hey, the stars will play an inning and a half, then they come out of the game, and then that's it. And then it's a bunch of guys that you don't even know. Hey, Byron Buxton. Wow, he was a. I remember hearing about him seven years ago. It's the average fan. You need star power because, as we always say, the All Star Game is a television show. And you want to put on the best television show possible. And for a long time, when the Major League Baseball All-Star Game was it, right? It was it in the All-Star Games. A Midsummer Classic. We talked about it forever. Famous All-Star Games. You could get away with that. Because, yeah, I like growing up when knowing when Lee Mazzilli was gonna get in the game for the Mets, who was gonna be in like the ninth inning as a defensive replacement. But that's not the world anymore. You know, you need to have star power. So the stars, the biggest players, all need to play and play long and it's okay if the Stars play five or six innings and they bat two or three times and it's okay if Clayton Kershaw pitches three innings on on, on a day when it works out for him. I'm not saying you work the guy to death but when he can pitch, it's lined up for him to pitch he could pitch three innings today. He could go through the lineup once and see what happens. The Stars make the game worthwhile. Once the Stars stop coming out, people are, are on and off the TV going, ah, okay I'll check in later, I'll do this. You need to keep playing the Stars. The motto of the all-star game should be pick who you want play who we want because that's what it should be you don't just get to play in the all-star game because you get selected there are tiers of all-star games they're called stars albert Pujols needs to play people want to see him miguel cabrera needs to play people want to see him this is how the all-star game can continue to gain that relevancy and get it back you have the stars play and you're fortunate if you're a lesser player and you get in the game, look, I love seeing Jeff McNeil in the game, right? I love seeing that. Mets, I didn't want him to get hurt trying to chase down that pop-up, but Thanks. I completely understand if the, <laughs> if the National League says, you know, Jeff McNeil, sorry, dude, but we're not putting you in the game because people only know you for the fake rat story last year. So I'm sorry about that, but you're not getting in the game. Okay. Pete Alonzo has got to play a lot in the game. Why? Because Pete Alonzo's a big star. I get it. I understand. There's certain guys that need to be in the game for a long time and certain guys Guys, if you get in, hey, that you're, you're lucky. You are fortunate to get in. And I would bring in closers every inning. I would do something crazy with the pitching to make sure people want to watch. That's how you keep the All-Star game and you make it a little bit fresher without going crazy worrying about a format and does a tie game, does it count, we have a home run derby, that's how you do it.
6: Yeah, I think a lot of it's figuring out the how to build this because you got to go through the Players Association, right, if you're going to want to make any substantive changes. Because there's always just been, as best to my knowledge, it's not written anywhere, but kind of the gentleman's agreement of, all right, I'll give you a couple innings. Or if I'm in my ninth all-star, I decide I'm not going. Now, we, we don't have the same number of guys bailing out randomly that we do when you, you get to the Pro Bowl and all. It's like, nah, he may or may not be injured. And getting through an NFL season, yeah, you probably are banged up a bit. But for Major League Baseball, I mean, you had wholesale changes. I mean, it was NHL line changes of guys, right? And Sunday morning, doing the show with Bucky Brooks, all of a sudden it's like, hey, three more All-Stars are named. Like, all right, what do we got? And Liam Hendricks of the White Sox being one of those guys. So, you know, a little, little victory celebration on the South Side, and that's all fine and good. But now you've got guys that you, you need to get, get in and sell, And this is where you get the vignettes. This is where you get your in-game interviews. They did a a thing that could have been interesting with Big Poppy running around in the dugout. But he was trying to talk to as many guys as he could. So Mm -hmm. it was all disjointed. He's like sprinting through, goes to talk to a guy, gets a one-liner that's kind of coming out of the guy's mouth. And he's already moving the microphone (laughs) onto the next guy. Like, all right, I like it in theory. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to this side. So we're going to try to sell the connection to these guys and have that personal moment. That's cool. But to your point about the stars, yeah, the guys that got voted in, in theory, that's who the fans really wanted to see play. And it's kind of like being on an all-star team in Little League, right? Traveling all-stars. There is no guarantee you're ever seeing the field other than warm-ups. It's nice you get picked, right? It's nice to get picked. You're going to get your roster bonus if you have one in your contract. You're going to get all the accolades. You'll get to keep the jersey. You're in part of the festivities, the parade, the little walkthrough on the red carpet and everything today. It's a moment you'll never forget. Does it mean you automatically should get an at-bat and innings in the field? No. No, it shouldn't. And the stars can play five innings, right? I, I don't think you're asking too
5: much of Paul Goldschmidt to play five innings at first base, right? You're not. You're not asking too much of Juan Soto to play five innings in the outfield. You're not asking too much. Well, of the but you're at
6: Dodger Stadium, and if you didn't get an early appearance from Freddie Freeman, Freddie you might problems. Well, yeah, you definitely. Well,
5: you definitely want Freddie Freeman, and you definitely want him to be you know synced up with Ronald Acuna to be able so they can talk about how and things cry are. together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Freddie Freeman actually cried after he pinch it. Uh, he cried after that. He was very upset. What do you she, mean you think? He should have been pinch-hitting as a Brave, and he was pinch-hitting as a Dodger. He absolutely cried. Yes. <laughs> that joke is never going to die. No.
6: That joke is did never Schenker going to really die. got really mad yesterday. I know he
5: did, but that joke is never yeah, going to die. Yeah, no. He, that's Freddie Freeman. That's what he's known for now. That's what he is. Yeah, thank
6: goodness I called that guy. World Series no, champion? that's right.
5: Nope. MVP? Nope. The guy who cried. When he went back to play in his old town, no, oh, it's, it's, it's so tough sad. man. Like it's now so we get ready for
6: the second half, and I get it. You you have these handshake things, and especially when it comes to pitchers that you don't want to overtax them, right? Kershaw got out of his inning. Why? Because he had the pickoff of Otani. Yeah, he still threw seventeen pitches.
5: And no, and the pitching, right? the pitching, I get. But you know, a guy can go three innings. Clayton Kershaw. Can go three innings. I don't know. Right, he can go three. Dave Roberts was
6: pacing. Okay, especially because (laughs) he first got you leave him in. Look at his his last start just a couple of days ago. (laughs) Is I guess the point I'm making. Yeah, sure. Is that, what was that? Was That was Friday night. Right, but it fits on a natural day for him to
5: be able to throw. Like on a t- like, I'm not saying, hey, the guy pitched on Sunday. Now he's going to go three innings on Tuesday. No, but true. it worked out. He pitched Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday he could go three innings, right? Shohei Otani could have sucked it up and pitched an inning. Right? I'm not saying he's got to go three, but the pitchers, you you, you bring in you bring in the, the big hard throwers, you bring in the, the, the star pitchers that people want to see, you bring in the closers because they're always fun. But you the the it's pretty easy to say, okay, this is a big name star, so yeah, they kind of need to play a little bit more than everybody else. Look, it does look the American League, the guys they've brought in pitching so far has been yeah, okay. It's great to see Framber Valdez, who leads the American League in quality starts. It's great. But there's, there's no. And you know who else knew that? There's no. Stars. Only the stat guy that handed that
6: to Joe Davis.
5: <laughs> I mean, there's star power that you have to make sure you get in the game. And that should be what the manager's thing is. Okay, here's what I want to do tonight. Here's my plan is. Uh, Alonzo's going to play five innings of first base because people want to see him, right? Mookie Betts is going to play the whole game. Aaron Judge is going to play the whole game. Manager's saying, you're going to play the whole game. You can play one baseball game. Well, no, game. in an
6: all-star game, he needed to get benched. He struck yeah. out both times. You can,
5: he's you, done. You can play nine innings one day out of five. I'm sorry, but you can. You can do that because it's the all-star game. and people want to see Aaron Judge and Stanton, it, it, that's what you do. You have the guys that people want to see play, and that's what makes it more interesting, right? Manny Machado, he's got to play the whole game. Game. Could you take guys out and pinch hit them later on and pinch run? Yeah, go ahead and do that. That's awesome. That's a then it becomes a, a badge of honor to get in the game and not just well, I went in as a defensive replacement. The seventh, I pinch. I had, hadn't hit in the eighth. I grounded out to second. I was out of the game. All right. make it a better, visible and visual enjoyment for the fan. Because because you, you and me, we both love baseball. I love baseball. I, I love seeing this. But I know that there can be a better adjustment to this, that doesn't mean we're just taking the game itself and ripping it apart like the NBA does or the NFL does trying to turn it into whatever they turn it into. Baseball is pretty easy to see. People like the stars. Let's see the stars. We always say baseball doesn't have enough stars. Well, you know what? Byron Buxton is not going to break through uh, by hitting a home run. He's not suddenly going to be a big time superstar. You got to make sure that the guys that people want to see are playing. And it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy to manage that way.
6: Yeah, you're cruising through uh, players at this point, top of six, right? Because because uh, you, you're, yeah, you're not going more than nine Yeah, because you're not going
5: more than nine. Now you're getting everybody in. You're not going more than nine. That's what it, that that's why eighteen
6: now. position players yeah. for let's each. get everybody in. Five pitchers thus far for the AL and six for the National League. Yay!
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
5: Uh, so, while Gascon's doing the update, because I saw it jump to the top of what's trending in the United mm-hmm. States, the trailer for the final Halloween movie,
6: Halloween Ends, was oh, released. Oh, okay. I saw Jamie Lee Curtis had kind of alluded to it over the weekend yes. in tweets that yes. that was happening.
5: Uh, yeah, Jamie yeah, Lee I mean. Curtis had a had an up and down last week on social media, Uh, but you'll know, try to finish with the, well, on the upswing. You, you try to finish yeah. with a floor. F- yeah, finish yeah, on yeah. the upswing. Yeah. And uh, the trailer came out, and it looks... Amazing. It looks like a Rocky movie except with knives and a garbage disposal. Because oh, okay. there's so much it's a trailer, so I could tell you it's a trailer. Um this final fight between Laurie Strode and Michael Myers is like a rocky fight. Like, this is going to be, it's not going to be, oh, that's a cat and mouse game and they get together for a couple of minutes at the end and maybe Michael is dead. Maybe he isn't. She escapes, but maybe he No, this looks like this is a knockdown, drag out. Laurie Strode versus Michael Myers. 50 years in the making, going back to 1978. This looks outstanding. The action in this, the fight that they like, I'm like, is this like the last half of the movie? Is them fighting it out and bleeding and, and trying to kill each other? Like this would be unbelievable because you don't get that in horror movies. You don't get the big showdown between the bad guy and the one good guy. You know, it's always hey, here is a bunch of teenagers that don't know anything, and I'm just going to pick them off one by one until we get to the one last well, yeah. resourceful final girl. No, this is like hey, you're talking about the two biggest icons in in in, in this you know in, in horror movies as far as good guy and bad guy. You got Michael Myers
6: and you have Laurie Strode i mean well, it, you have all the, the build up and then a, a 5 minute resolution like the first top gun yes
5: and uh, both of these fight and both these people are over 60 and they're going to we're going to watch them
6: fight well, That's like Ric Flair's amazing. last match coming up <laughs> bringing jeff Jarrett out of retirement he's back in wwe yeah let's go i mean
5: you forget michael myers is over 60 in these I'm halloween wasting movies. Lacing him up one and more time boy he's
6: still really strong michael myers <laughs> yeah, he's really spry and I mean, laurie strode uh, Plyo and, mm-hmm. and make sure you're eating well. Doing
7: plyometrics, and yeah.
6: <laughs> His mask is wrinkle-free. He sh- he well, I mean, up. he's got a good doctor. He shows
5: up with a with a mat doing hot yoga. I'm going to sit down a little bit. Up dog,
6: down dog. Hold
5: on, I need to bring up out dog. my Theragun
6: for a minute. Down, dog. But if, okay, if, I'm feeling better. If this is
5: going to be like a John Wick common fight. That goes all the way through. I mean, tell, how outstanding is that going to be? Like, that's what I want. I want John Wick versus Common, and then the, and Laurie then, Strode versus Michael Myers. Then
6: Michael Myers and Laurie Strode sit down to have a drink together. Yeah, yeah, take, and they then continue, continue to fight. fight.
5: He yeah. picks his mask up a little bit and takes a drink, and then puts his mask down. Nah, to give him a straw. Yeah, you think they would? A straw go through, go through, poke a, a hole, hole through. there. There <laughs> you go. They poke a hole right through there. Hey, there you go. And then she stabs him on the subway and just leaves him there. they're <laughs> looking at her. She. Walks it's not off. a bad way to go. Oh, that this this looks out. Outstanding. No, that that could be fun. This looks absolutely outstanding.
6: Yeah, what I, what I am excited about is later this week you finally have the wide release of Nope, which means I'll never see another trailer. will not have to watch a trailer for that again. Yeah. I really I don't. Although want to Although now watch. the trailer makes no sense. No, no. It like doesn't. at first it was all right. There's going to be some element of suspense. Yes. There's going to be some twists. Yes. It's like you know what's his name M Night <laughs> Shyamalan. Oh, yeah. From yeah, all yeah. those years oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. And then yeah. I read a couple of quick reviews that, that from advanced screenings, and my daughter sent me one It was really positive. I'm like, I don't know that I trust that guy. Yeah, and, But like every other one has the, it starts out fine, and then it gets messy really fast. You, you know what, Get Out, you, you, know, you know what this is, Jordan Peele, is a movie maker, I'll tell you this, is Jordan Peele,
5: if he was a chef, and he makes an unbelievable meal that everybody loves, because Get Out was so unbelievably good. I thought it should have won Best Picture. It was that good. You had the conversation. You had the storyline. You had everything. It was such a great movie. It's like, oh, my goodness. It's like you've seen perfection from a, from a first-time director. Okay, now what do you do the next time? Everybody's expecting something. So what do you do as a chef? I'm going to throw all the ingredients I possibly can in this thing because that's how I'm going to make it better, and that's with us. I'm going to throw all the – we're going to have hands across America. We're going to have people that live under a under – a, 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 Ferris wheel. And then we're gonna have other people who want to get and so many things are in, and then there's gonna be rabbits for no reason. I'm throwing all these things in. It's okay, that movie's a mess. Well, what are we gonna do next? Okay, you well, know, chefs can I do amazing make things with rabbit though. They can <laughs> delicious. Yeah, they can. But now this I feel is gonna be the same movie. Well, how we do let's just throw as many things as we can into this plot and make it seem like no one knows what's going on. Like that's that's what these le- that's what us is, and that's my fear it, of what
6: nope is. Because it's funny, you, you mentioned get out and you were very long auditory with your praise um i just stepped back because that one was not <laughs> oh you didn't like I finished it okay, I went, okay oh i loved it but Out. again it was another example of it had gotten so much hype mm-hmm. that i went in expecting to be blown away and then when i wasn't oh okay all right right and not that it was a bad movie i'm glad i saw it One that I can check a box on and, you know, it's not one of those cultural touch points that I missed, but it did not have the same resonance and...
5: Wow, hater. World-changing. Look at you, Josh Hater. That's you. <laughs> do we need to do that? <laughs> we can talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we can talk about how with Discovery you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms, they do apply. So before the All-Star Game tonight, Marley Rivera did an interview with Yankee star Aaron Judge. And maybe her last interview ever with Aaron Judge after how this went. Now, before the All-Star Game is kind of like a mini... NFL Media Day, right at the Super Bowl, everybody's on the field and running around doing all kinds of different. Well, I mean, interviews. it's the red carpet. Yeah, it's what it I'm is. Steroids, you're there. and of course, Aaron Judge, who's going to win MVP this year in the American League. Remember, I told you that before the season began that Judge is going to win. Well, MVP. I don't know. Your
6: Dan Alvarez is going to chase him. Yeah, but he yeah, was but he hurt. cheats.
5: Yeah, but he was hurt, and now Judge is leading the league in
6: home runs, and all these things are happening. So, and you're assuming that Judge isn't getting hurt. So, yeah,
5: <laughs> and, and, but Judge plays for the Yankees. They're going to want to get. They don't. You want to give it to a guy who plays. The Yankees don't want to give it to a guy who plays for the Astros. They want to give it to the Yankees.
6: Just because not not the, the Dodgers fans all booed the Astros All-Stars <laughs> today. <laughs> well, there was one missing. I wouldn't say we were missing one. Yeah, a Bond. small guy. I forget
5: his name. You know that guy that was too scared to show up to the All-Star oh, game the this year? Oh, the thing from the guy in the place. Frostberg wants to fight Jose Altuve. I wow. would kick his ass. I don't know, man. You know what you would do? You would punch him, and then he would activate... He would take his buzzer out, He would out, right? activate he would the buzzer, me? and that would shock you, and you would pass out. That's yeah, what happened. You're
6: probably right. That's what That's happened a good superhero-like I costume.
5: <laughs> 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 what happened, man? I can't feel my arm. Yeah, punch me again and see what
6: happens. What's his superhero <laughs> name? The Shocker. <laughs> Yeah, he's so short, I would knock him over the head, and he would just go
5: right into the ground like a pancake. Wow. Like That was like in, in, in the- uh, uh, That was movie? the cartoons. God, that's right, 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 right. In the Godzilla movies, when he would step on somebody, and you wouldn't see, it would just be like the hat you'd see on the ground. So- Marley Rivera doing an interview with Aaron Judge, and Aaron Judge's contract situation is a very big deal. He is going to be a free agent. He has said he does not want to negotiate during the season, and he is putting up his best season ever as a New York Yankee. So Marley Rivera wanted to know what everybody wants to know. Is Aaron Judge going to be a Yankee? And here's... The interview.
8: He has a son named Jacob, who came up the other day really upset from his school in Astoria. He just came up and he's like, are you telling me that Aaron Josh may not be a Yankee after this year? What do you have to tell to Jacob right there and tell all your fans that want you to remain in a Yankee uniform? <laughs>
5: All right, stop right there gonna for gonna a second. Stop right time. there for a second. Uh, yeah, suddenly Aaron Judge is looking at Marley Vera, going, "You, what the hell are you trying to do to me? <laughs> this is on live TV. Hey, what can you tell a kid who wants to know if you're going to be a Yankee? I mean, they're- you got to." Ch- there's Say your prayers, train,
6: <laughs> eat your vitamins, brother.
5: Uh. Uh, Marlon Rivera, who works for ESPN and ESPN Deportes, look, you're not doing your job if you don't ask Aaron Judge about his contract situation, right? I, I, I believe you're not doing your job if you don't ask. But you sit there and go, what can you tell a kid who wants you to stay a Yankee? Wow, I mean, come on, man. Really? What can you tell a little kid who's crying at home right now? Not no thinking judge the children be a They see anymore. all these articles saying I mean, you're wow. not gonna come back. I mean, how do you do that? Say, what can you tell what can you tell a little kid? who is just going to bed, having his Aaron Judge dreams, and he wakes up in his Aaron Judge uh, uh, pajamas, and he puts on his Aaron Judge T-shirt when he goes to school, and he says, Aaron Judge, all day long. He did a book report on you. Sounds a lot like your dad. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're
6: describing your dad? We got to look at Walt right now. He may be wearing all sorts of Aaron Judge.
5: No, my dad right now at the All-Star game? No, he's wearing whatever... All Star gear he bought, like he is my dad's. weird. he's like a walking billboard for the All Star game. He's gonna be hat, t shirt, pants. You gonna bring shoes. anything? No, of course not. No, you don't. Know bring me. He'll bring me like the. He'll bring me the uh, the helmet that the helmet. Nachos Whatever's come in. free. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got this on the way out for you. It's a helmet. Still nachos. has all the cheese. Thanks, Dad. I appreciate. You. I'll <laughs> Did go you own, actually own have own nachos? nachos? No, I found no. it
6: on the ground. That's <laughs> so. There's okay. your question, that, which is that's what, a tough. That's, that's a so, tough way to. <laughs> I mean, really, this crazy. is what I mean,
5: Marley Rivera. You could just ask the question without saying. Oh, what were the kids going to say? Think of the Um, children. So here's Aaron Judge's answer to that question. Uh, I wasn't going to put you on the spot. I mean, we're on live TV.
4: Yeah, no, Jacob, buddy. um, You know, we got a lot of great Yankees on this team. You know, there are a lot of great Yankees be here for a long time. You know, so don't don't get hey, don't be upset. Don't be upset. Hopefully, you'll be a Judge fan for life.
5: Wow, hey, there's lots of other Yankees. There's lots of other great guys, and hopefully be a Judge fan for life. Didn't answer the question, and leaving open the possibility that,
6: hey, I might not be here. Right? Which Depending is on how you want to you interpret his answer, yeah. you could say definitively, Talks have broken down, yeah. and he doesn't look like he's going to be a Yankee. That's, the way that was phrased—that's
5: <laughs> the old phrase, "decidedly undecided." That's what that. But this is not. But usually, guys have a pat answer for that. You know, Aaron Judge knows I'm going to get the question. What are you going to say? Well, I'm hopeful we're going to see my. You know, my people are going to talk to the Yankees, and I'd love to be a Yankee forever. But I understand it's a business. All kinds of things he could say, but he chose that moment to say, "Hey." God, Hey, Jacob, there's lots of Yankees, man. The Yankees are there's going to be here. They guys. were here before there's me. There's
6: lots of guys. They're going to be here after me.
5: And hopefully you're an Aaron Judge fan, whether I'm a Dodger or a Met or a Cardinal or an Astro. Uh, this is Aaron Judge saying, you want to play with fire? Because you did. Now look what we have going on right here. Right Now he turned down seven years and $213 million before the season began. And this is when I knew that he was going to have an MVP-type season, because guys like that who's getting, this is his one big shot at a big contract, he knows he's going to get more than that, the Yankees lowballed him. Uh, When it comes down to it, the Yankees are going to pay him whatever he wants, because the Yankees are like the Cowboys and a couple of teams in sports that their homegrown guys don't leave. They know the homegrown guys they have to keep for the brand, for the fans, and for the status of the organization that we're not just a revolving door of... People coming in and out. So why the Cowboys had to keep Dak Prescott? We drafted him. He's a Cowboy. He's a Cowboy for life. We're keeping why they st- they're they're stuck on Ezekiel Elliott. We drafted him. He's a Cowboy for life. All the guys they drafted, they kept. Tony Romo. He's a Cowboy for life, right? Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith. All these guys. Same thing with the Yankees. The guys the Yankees bring up are Yankees for life. Mariano Rivera didn't get to go anywhere. Neither did Derek Jeter. Neither did Andy Pettit. All these guys, Bernie Williams, they all stayed Yankees. And that's what's going to happen here. They're going to have to pay up, but he's going to wind up staying a Yankee because the Yankees have to keep him. When Stanton comes up, they wouldn't have to keep Well, we got him from the Marlins, uh, but... Judge is different because he's a homegrown player and he's the Yankees brand. It just is a, is it's a different th- type of thinking, and the Yankees want to get out of this without having to pay four hundred, five hundred million, but they're not because Aaron Judge is going to hit sixty home runs and be the MVP. But he's not going to be leaving the Yankees; he will end up staying a
6: Yankee. Well, and go back to Stanton; you already made your investment in him, right? You you decided, all right, we're pushing all in. Here's all this money. Did we get the return? And what's it look like for the next? With Aaron Judge, don't know what the, the future holds. Obviously, he's had some injury concerns, and with his size, you're always wondering if there's a breakdown uh, that occurs. But again, going back to the conversation we had yesterday about Juan Soto, who we'll talk about again in a minute, Rendon got 35 a year. Yeah. Yeah. And he can't play. No. No. He, he can't stay on a field. No. So for Aaron Judge, I mean, that's starting money, (laughs) right? I mean, we're not talking $1 or $2 million here, you know, when we got to arbitration or whatever, and, you know, it was like, ah, they're just a little bit off. Like, no, 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 it's, it's quite a sizable gap when you multiply out the years. And Marley Rivera, while it's an awkward question to think of the children and what do you tell the little Yankee fans and... Judgy and kids out. Th- I don't know. I was going to try to equate it back to the Hulkamaniacs it's, again because that's really how she framed it. All the
5: little judgy who are who are taking their vitamins, but, but le- and saying legitimately, their the way she
6: said it, it was setting it up. Just like, all right, what's the message to the kids? Well, baseball's a business, kids, yeah. and sometimes grown-up yeah. decisions have to be made. Uh, he's a Yankee;
5: they'll pay him. They're not going to be happy with what they have to pay him but he's going to stay.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of the 5th Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the 5th Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the fifth hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon
5: a trade right i've told you i don't believe juan soto's getting dealt anytime soon the prospect haul plus the the pressure of potentially paying him it's going to be a lot are, are you going to really or is a contender going to just completely break up what they have going on right now to get juan soto maybe it's a it's a case of in a year A few months, but right now, by the deadline, I can't see it happening. We talked about it last night, a team like the Padres. If they underachieve again this year with all the young talent they have, could they send a boatload of prospects to the Nationals in exchange for Juan Soto? Yeah, I I could see that. But if you said, what's the most likely thing that's going to happen? You said you got to pick one. you got to pick one destination for Juan Soto. I would go back to the team that for the past eight years has always been able to make a trade when they've had to because they've had the players in the farm system that they could deal out. They've been able to maneuver around money to be able to pay who they want to pay, let go who they want to let go. If you made me say one deal, I would say, could I see the Dodgers replacing cody bellinger who hasn't been good in three years but still former mvp but how much longer can you stick with cody bellinger could i see the dodgers replacing bellinger in some kind of two or three team trade where bellinger goes someplace and the nationals get prospects and soto and maybe another player that is due some money go to the dodgers yeah, that's the one. If you if you made me pick one that could happen, I would say the Dodgers replace Cody Bellinger with Juan Soto, and it's one of those trades where players wind up moving around, and and the Nationals get who they want to get, and another team is potentially involved in that deal. I could see that one. That's the one I could see.
6: Yeah, I mean the Bellinger component is is problematic because we've been doing this a lot with the NBA silly season, and every time. I I see the proposed trades and, well, maybe this could happen. It's like, you've all been watching basketball, right? (laughs) You realize this guy's got a really big contract that he's not good or not reliable or whatever the case may be. And for Cody Bellinger, there have been a couple of little streaks of power, but they're they're not anything that he's been able to maintain over any length of time to suddenly think, if the Dodgers don't have people in-house that have been able to help him adjust mentally and physically, I don't know who else is thinking they're suddenly going to fix it, right? We always joked about and NFL coaches of, I'm going to fix this guy's problems. Mm-hmm. But the Dodgers as an organization, hell yeah. I mean, we, we talk about it all the time, regardless of sport. Organizational stability, and if you've got the ability to build a farm system implement a plan and process by which you draft players and develop players and you don't keep changing that up every two to three years, then, yeah, you're setting yourself up for long-term success. And obviously, the Dodgers have a giant vault behind them. So they do have the ability, when they want to, to buy their way out of any problem. So that, that is certainly a luxury most teams do not have. They also draw, what, 4 million-plus fans to Dodger Stadium every year. The amount of revenue that the team generates is staggering. Those Dodgers team stores sell a lot of pretty cool merch, and they sell a lot of expensive Dodgers merch. So they're doing just fine. So being able to say, okay, we're going to bring this guy on and sign him to a massive deal, yeah, absolutely. It's one of the few teams that could the Guggenheims will just sell a painting to get one. So I don't even think they they could sell a fraction of a painting. They could still maintain ownership.
5: Here's a Simone. Yeah, we'll sell. how much is that worth? This is worth like $500 million. It oh, is. It hey, is is three one. Soto's. That's the one. That's the one right there. No, and 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 the other the other angle on this is just throw this out there. If I said to you, not knowing anything about the player, you can have the number 1 player in the Orioles farm system, the number one player in the White Sox farm system, the number one player in the Mariners farm system. I mean it's not Kelnick, The number one player in the Cardinals farm system. Or the number one player in the Dodgers farm system. You would say, Dodgers, 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 Dodgers. Because Dodgers and Yankees prospects just mean more and teams jump more when they hear that. Doesn't mean that the number one prospect, the Dodgers, is better than the other prospects, but they're valued more. So the Dodgers can say, Hey, well, we'll give you two of our top three two of our top five prospects in our in our system and, and, and the Nationals go, Yeah, 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 that's great. Yeah, okay. We'll give you one soto. So So that's one of the big... Advantages that the Dodgers have is because their prospects are always rated higher than than others. That's just a that's just a reality of Major League Baseball the last few years. So when it, like, like I said, when it comes down to it, who can really do it? Who can swing that deal for Juan Soto, knowing that everything that goes along with it, you're giving up the prospects. You might want you might you got to have a lot of money ready because depending how this deal goes, you don't want to let them just walk and not give anything up because if you trade prospects away who are great and then Juan. Soto play, then you can't let him go, right? Right. Because you traded away prospects who turn out to be superstars. Well, it's like you the Jalen Ramsey Super superstar,
6: right? When the Rams traded for Jalen Ramsey, like, well, you have to resign him now, don't you? Yeah, you can't just let him go. <laughs> Given yeah. what you gave up for him, yeah. But yeah, I think with any deal for Juan Soto, if it's going to happen imminently, well, yeah. which I, I have great skepticism. Like get- the,
5: look, the Dodgers aren't going to make this trade now. They're not going to make this trade right now. They're not going to trade for prospects. And stuff. No, this is a trade that would happen at the end of the year when teams know. Okay, Soto's Soto's on the on the block. Who are we comfortable giving up? How can we reshape the team in free agency to go around the losses we're going to take? Because there's teams right now that are big time contenders that are going. Do we really want to upset everything we have going on and trade guys away for Juan Soto? Do we real? Is that really going to help us. Is going to need time. These this is a big time player. This is not. Hey, player X is going to be a free agent at the end of the season. Okay, well we can give up. But we can give up this guy or this guy, and we can we can get someone. No, this is you have to do a lot. You have to you have to you know cross your your T's and, and dot your I's in a, in a large way. So this is when you get to the offseason. All right, now we have two more years of Juan Soto. If we go get this guy, we got two more years. Who are we comfortable giving up? Who can we replace him with? Who can we go out and get? Who wants to come here? Who are we talking to? And that's when a trade would happen. But now. Now, to make, it, to make it go so fast, like now, I, I can't see it. I can't see it by the deadline. It's not enough time for the teams that are going to be, the very few teams who are going to be out to want to make this trade. There's going to be way less than you think. Yeah. Oh, 10, 12, yeah, every team would want Juan Soto, but what can you give up for him? Not many can do that. Well,
6: but that's the point, is that you know you see these reports uh, about Soto and would-be suitors. Like Yeah, everybody would love him. Mm-hmm. Right? No question. But who can legitimately go get him? Now there may be one or two teams that decide, all right, we haven't gone all in cash, we're kinda hanging around, let's go all in, and if we only have him for the two years, okay, fine. He's at a very reasonable rate for those two years, and we do our best to try to re sign it, don't. Now the Nationals are interesting because you talk about the sale being imminent and all that. You don't don't you want a top notch asset? Like leading, it's like what? What can we sell to local advertising? I don't know. We had we couldn't sign him. This guy's supposed to be
5: good. Oh, all right, great. Thanks. You're a lot. Right.
6: I mean, here, here's all the stars that left, and now you you lose Juan Soto as well, and just throwing that 440 tag is just it, it fails for me because again, the average yearly value of it with the rest of the economy. Oh, and the price for top notch players hitting their new deals, keeps going up. So why would Soto sign that kind of deal and limit the short-term and long-term earning? You say, well, he's going to get that money until he's 40. Doesn't matter. He's missing out on tens of millions of dollars (laughs) in in the short-term. That could be compounding interest uh, and building him little fiefdoms all over the globe. But... How many teams could really make an offer that that is substantive and are willing to spend that have a farm system that's got a ton of guys? Because I guess that's where the the Nationals would end up going. All right, we need one face guy, so it looks we've got a major league ready player, and here's a bunch of uh, a top series of prospects from an organization. Oh, and we'd like to negotiate a long-term deal might be part of it as well. We'd like to start kicking the can on because if we're going to give you a bunch of assets, again, going back to the Rudy Gobert analogy uh, uh, that we were talking about earlier with the NBA of here's all the draft capital and all the players, then you want to make sure that on the back end, the guy you're trading for stays, (laughs) right? And it's not a a roll of the dice. like, all right, we're going to do all this and he's going to resign with us in two years. No, you're going to have those conversations with Scott Boris and that team, as well as Soto, even though he defers to Scott Boris. But you're going to have those conversations long before... You know any trade is consummate. I, look, I this is why that. it's
5: so important. Starling Marte was his hype man last no, night good. for the for the home run derby. I mean, now the Mets are jumping. In. Hey, hey, Marte, they've been friends for a while. I'm right here. in Every home run you hit, one, I'm right next but, to you. But
6: legitimately, one of the teams that could jump up just because they do have the cash reserves. Now, what does a trade look like? I have no idea. No, that's why right? it would probably be a. Th-
5: it would probably be a three team trade because a team giving up all of that would want to get something extra back? Sure. Like the Dodgers, do they want to give a trade, make a trade where Juan Soto is going and like four good players are going? Maybe a couple of guys, like maybe it's Gavin Lux who gets traded or somebody else and maybe two guys from the team now and then it's two prospects. Do they want to make that four-for-one type deal or do they want to make a trade that involves a third team where, hey, we don't want to pay this guy this kind of money. Hey, we'll take it on and we'll pay them this year and sell the Dodgers get two good players. Maybe not, well, obviously it's not going to be one Soto's type, but they get another player kinda like the Scherzer Trey Turner deal, where when they made the trade, they knew Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. Okay, we want to keep both of them, but we know we got to keep one because Corey Seager is coming up as a free agent. And maybe we can't keep him, so Trey Turner would take over there. Hopefully, we can keep Scherzer. It was close between him and the Mets. The Mets gave him forty-three million dollars, and Scherzer said, "Hey, I'm happy here." So that's the kind of that's the kind of situation where you want to kind of hedge your bets and go. Well, we did get two good play. We got Juan Soto and. So I don't know that that's going to be a a straight one for, you know, two team type trade where you're going to see somebody else wind up getting
6: involved in there in there in a way. I just like the the chaos has come to Major League Baseball. Yeah. Right. We thought it was just the NBA. No, no, no. Hold my beer. (laughs) Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com
1: or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick